EA announces new features at E3 and Star Wars The Old Republic. And a new Star Wars game is announced, guys. Star Wars 1313. All this and more on Star Wars Off the Record, coming up next. Quest Network is proud to present Star Wars Off the Record. And welcome back, everyone, to another great episode of Star Wars Off the Record, episode 12.5. I am your host, Evarwin. Today's record date is Monday, June 4th. And as always, I am joined by the one and only Lore Master himself, our resident lore awesome guy who knows everything about Star Wars, and Star Wars knows everything about him. Louis Olan! Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, Varwin. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, everyone in the chat room. Chat Glad room. Glad you all join us. We have a chat room today. Yes, yes, we do. Brand new for, for uh, our point .5 show. Totally new for us. And there's a reason why we're doing it with a chat room today. Because tomorrow is E3. And we're totally excited about all of that. Um, yeah. We got uh, we got a little bit of an announcement today from from EA. No, can't wait! Can't wait! I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Squee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean this this was this was totally awesome. I mean I had no idea that that EA was gonna you know do a little a little announcement. I mean EA basically they went up there and they they presented all their all their stuff. For, for all the new games coming out. And I really didn't care about any of it with the exception of what's going on with Star Wars? Oh my god, I gotta find out. Now, today uh, today happens to be one of my days off. So after I was done doing some stuff around the house, I was logged into Tor and I was just, you know, dingling around with my my new um, my new uh, ah, damn it. <laughs> my new Jedi, but it, it's not it's not the night. It's, uh, Lou, help me out. Your consular. Thank you, thank you. Why can't I remember consular? Why can't I remember consular? I always associate consular with you know throwing rocks, throwing pebbles, boulders. Yeah, you know that sort of thing. I know, sneaking up from behind <laughs> and stabbing in the back. Playing my new consular. Got her up to level twelve so far. Um, been you know ulting myself around Keller's void like like you wouldn't believe. And so I'm. I'm Dingling around with my my console, and I'm thinking like, all right, I got and I got the I got the E3 stream going up in the background, so I'm like trying to keep a careful ear out as to you know what's new, and I'm I'm basically looking for like what are they going to announce before in quotes E3 um, for for Elder Scrolls for for Dawn Guard. I'm trying to keep my ear out for that because that's basically what I'm expecting to come out of E3, and then all of a sudden. I'm hearing, like, EA is coming up today. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm going to be able to hear something. Maybe they'll do something for Star Wars. So I'm definitely keeping my ear open for that. I gave you a call earlier asking you if you had heard anything. And just as as we're talking on the phone, right? (laughs) Yeah. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Um, Dr. Mizuka jumps up on the stage and he goes, Hey guys, Star Wars is coming up. Listen up, Ivarwin. And I'm like, Oh, hold on, Lou, I gotta hang up the phone. And, <laughs> and Lou was, Lou was like was, in the, what's that? Yeah, I was actually listening to the live stream most of the morning when it first came live. <laughs> <laughs> Lou was in the middle of talking and he was he was saying something about the notes and and I was like, "Lou, shut up. They're doing Star Wars thing. Run to your TV right now. Run to your TV now." <laughs> G4 TV, G4 TV. Do it. No. Do it. 
No, Attack of the Show, Sarah Jean Underwood. Okay, that's nice, but nothing on Star Wars. Oh, no, it's on the, it's on the site. <laughs> it's oh. on the stream. Go to the stream. Go to the site. You said go to TV. <laughs> a bunch of, like a bunch of Star Wars nerds that we are. <laughs> Proudly so. Indeed. I wear it. I wear like a patch on my shoulder. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, they had they had a whole bunch of awesome stuff to to, to show us. They they basically gave us a, a little teaser as to what to expect, and um, I was I was definitely into what they had. But before we get into that, let's just mention our mention our sponsors first for for this uh, this week. And as always, we have DoghouseSystems.com. DoghouseSystems.com, everyone, is a great, great computer gaming rig creators. They're going to throw together for you an awesome computer. All right. If you're a gamer, you should definitely check these guys out. DoghouseSystems.com. Plug in the code off the record to get double the memory when you when you piece your, your computer together. Um, also, they have uh, some pretty awesome customer service. So definitely want to check them out. All right, uh, you'll hear you hear us talk about them on every show, and there's a reason for it. They're they're great. They're great at what they do. Um, also, we'd also like to thank Tweaked Audio for sponsoring the show today as well. If you are looking for brand new earbuds, headphones, maybe you're uh, you're listening to our podcast on your iPhone or your Android. And uh, you're not too happy with those headphones? Head over to tweakedaudio.com. All right, they've got some awesome, some awesome headphones over there. Um, if you, we have a, we have a code for you as well. It's the same code. All right, off the record. They, you can, you plug that code in. All right, you're going to get thirty percent off their headphones plus free shipping worldwide. Free shipping. Okay, so don't forget that code off the record when you when you go over there. They got great little earbuds. They start from I think it's like nineteen dollars, and they've got regular standard ones. Also, they have ones for the cell phone, which range about um, I think around uh, thirty-four dollars as well. One with a microphone on it, which is about thirty-seven dollars. That code is going to drop that price down for you to thirty percent, plus free shipping. So it's a great bargain. Definitely checked out Tweaked Audio, and definitely check out Doghouse Systems. They're a great bunch of guys. Just signed, uh, you know, Tweaked Audio today after checking out all their stuff, and uh, we're very, very happy, you know, for them um, for for picking up the uh, the show today as well. So Tweaked Audio and Doghouse Systems got dot, dot com as well. Uh, off the record, all one word is the code you want to use for double the memory in Doghouse and thirty percent off plus free shipping on Tweaked Audio's headphones. Lou. If our win. Probably not the best commercials I've ever done in my life, but we're going to get away from that. And, <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about what had been done today or what was announced at E3. We have a little trailer for you. Mm-hmm. All right, here's what we're going to do. This is how we're going to start things off. We're just going to we're gonna play the discussion that good old, good old Dr. My, Dr. Maizuka has has given us his presentation at E3 and then we're going to start talking about some of the stuff that the the brand new trailer gives for for all of the information. Now you can you can check out their their new release information at uh, swtor.com. Big splash screen comes across cuz they're they're uh, shouting it loud and proud and as well as they should about all their new updates and and whatnot. So Lend an ear. Here comes the good doctor hitting the stage during E3. Hey, everybody. With the Old Republic, we set out to deliver the most emotionally engaging MMO the world has ever seen. Set in the rich universe of Star Wars from Lucasfilm. Over one million players logged in on day one, making it the biggest subscription MMO launch in history. Our fans have built a vibrant community that's ready, already invested over 520 million hours in the game. That's insanely awesome. We're humbled by their enthusiasm, and we're committed to match that passion. Our goal is to provide a living service that's always on, 
we're adding new content, and we're refining the game at a rapid, unprecedented pace. Our first game update, Rise of the Ratgulls, went live just 30 days after launch. Then in the spring, we released one of the biggest free updates in MMO history, Legacy, with a ton of new gameplay and features like the Legacy system. So your family can leave its legacy in the Star Wars universe just like the Skywalkers. We also deployed our first live immersion event, the Ratgul Plague, and we saw our community come together organically in ways we had never imagined. All of this and more in just six months. But we've only just begun. We're adding more PvP war zones, more challenging group and higher level content, including a new version of hardcore night nightmare, nightmare difficulty mode for our veterans. New companion characters to fight by your side, new playable species, enhanced features the fans have asked for like group finder, rank PvP, character transfers, increased level caps for every class, and something we're really excited about, a new planet, Makeb, with storylines revolving around the shady and dangerous Hut Cartel, allowing you to continue your own personal Star Wars saga. That's incredible value. The amount of new content and features we're delivering this year will set a new standard for a premium MMO service. There's never been a better time to join us. This July, everyone can play the game up to level 15 for free. Now, here's a quick sneak peek at what's coming soon in Star Wars The Old Republic. Enjoy. Okay, and, and we, we will enjoy. Um, best part about this whole thing is his, uh, his speech that definitely sounds like a used car salesman. That's... <laughs> <laughs> A vibrant community. <laughs> um, this is for informational purposes only, guys. I mean, obviously, it was it was a poorly rehearsed speech and a poorly written one as well. Uh, great information, though, that's coming out of it. I just I hate the fact that it, it comes across like he's trying to sell this a broken Bronco from the eighties. <laughs> so, <laughs> in any event, Lou. Um, what what do we want to what do we want to attack first here? Um, I love I love the level fifteen free to play thing. Yes, that is definitely a step up from the the way they're progressing there. At first, the friends trial. <laughs> Hold on, so we can free pass. Geek Geek Fro in the chat room is saying he loves the quite a value uh, quotes in. Uh, in <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a value. <laughs> But thinking. wait, there's more. But wait, th- exactly. Like I was expecting that too. Like, but wait, there's more. You can play for free up to level 15 now. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, that is definitely a, a welcome addition. A, another step up for that uh, free pass, free trial. And definitely that's going to open up uh, the game for a lot more people to try it out and give it a shot. Yeah. It absolutely is. I know... Um, I know Liz has been, you know, eager to to get into into tour, and she hasn't been able to because she's, you know, been worried about a couple of things, and most especially she's worried about, you know, the cost of it, and is it going to be, you know, worth worth the the cost to actually buy into it? Will her computer even run it? And you know, we were talking to her off, off air about that, and and this, I told her, is is one way that she can definitely you know, try the game out, you know, play it. I mean, it's not out yet. It'll be out, you know, it'll be out soon. You know, you can play up to 15 for free. And, and I think, you know, we spoke about this on the show probably like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, I think. I know we yeah, said, I think so. mm-hmm. we mentioned it last week and I know we've spoken about it before saying like, gee, wouldn't it be a great idea if they could just play the game for free up till about that level, like 15 or 16. Right. Right, because, you know, as before we mentioned, they initially came out with the Friends Pass, and then I think a week or so later, they came out with the Weekend Free Trial, and then they finally just condensed everything together into one overall package. Uh, But yeah, and we did say that, you know, it would be wonderful if they actually just bumped it even more by allowing people, you know, potential customers to play even more levels. Uh, I even go as far as to say, heck, make it to the point where they can get their ship you know, because you know, if people haven't tried the game. Yes, you're going to get your own ship. Yeah, that's your storyline because that defines your class. And 
I'm telling you, if I was a on-the-fence person, not wanting to try the game out because I'm a little scared, what have you, for whatever reason, and I got up to that point where, like, oh, yeah, I've got my ship. Oh, I can't play anymore. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Oh. <laughs> no. It's like being given a book, and all of a sudden, half the book is torn away from your hands. Like, ah, yep, sorry. Can't do it. That's it. You're done. No more. Yeah, that would definitely, that would keep me in game. Especially right at that point, too. Because right when you get, I mean, right when you get your ship, that's this game's version of player housing. I mean, that is just one of the coolest moments in the game. Although, we were, you know, Lou and I were talking uh, the other day, hands down. I don't care if you're playing light side or dark side. The coolest moment in the game is when you're playing a Jedi and you're on Tython and you're running up to the forge and you got the Star Wars Jedi music playing in the background and here you are, you sit in front of the forge and you put your lightsaber together for the first time. That is the coolest part in this game for the single yeah. player version. And it's just, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know we mentioned a lot, but you know that is one of the quintessential defining moments in this game for the entire universe. You know when you see a Jedi create their saber for the first time. Yeah. You know they've moved on from beyond Padawan stage. They passed their trials. You know, or they soon will be taking the trials, and you know the Force has given them the knowledge and the ability to finally create the defining weapon for a Jedi. You know, your saber. And what more defining moment than that in Star Wars can you get? <laughs> you know. Oh, it's. And my, I, when I was playing my um, my consular, I got it this time. I got it this time. <laughs> I hate myself. I sound like such an idiot sometimes. I really do. Why do people even listen? I <laughs> when I was I was playing my consular, and the the uh, the song for the consular is is named Peace. And it's it's basically the the binary sunset song on the Star Wars Episode Four uh, soundtrack. So that song plays just as your consular runs up the path to the the forge on Tython, and you're looking at the forge, and it's you know it's it's all like you know it's a crumbly ruin, and you, you could just man you got the song in the background and you feel you know you see that it's an old ruin you know you're on the ancient home of the jedi and it's just this awesome historical feeling you feel like you're surrounded by you know the jedi that have come before you and, and here you are you know you're about to you're about to you know do it and, and you know cement your, your your place in the galaxy as yet another jedi in a long-standing history and ah oh, god what a what an awesome feeling that was i I don't mind telling you I had a little tear in my eye doing that. I don't. I don't care what that says about me. I, I did. <laughs> All right, let's let's get away from that. Um, new the other thing the the new companion. Yes, this is great. A new HK, a new HK companion. If you remember, what was it? Was it uh, Kotor or Kotor two? Yeah, it's Kotor. Kotor. Mm-hmm. HK forty seven. Correct. Yes. Yeah. He was like the homicidal robot. <laughs> <laughs> homicidal assassin robot that you get in the very first Knights of the Republic game that came on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And forever made the word meatbag into a phrase meat where people, people know. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please not call us meatbags? Oh, of course, sir. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, you're right. You know, it's confirmed. He's going to be out there, available as a companion. You know, get your own very own assassin droid. Could probably kill anything in its path, which might include you one Someday. of these days. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be awesome. Having uh, now, it's very fitting that they chose it to be an assassin droid as well, because you know those who who remember the original Knights of the Old Republic. No, the HK units are are just you know they're assassin droids. They're they're killing droids, and they may even kill their own master. And um, but they're interacting with them is always hysterical because they they're uh, they kind of look like a protocol droid. So they the the mix between their their primary function, which is to kill everything, and then the the speech protocol function is just. It's absolutely hysterical, and to to bring in this as a as a character, I think is is spot on. Right. I mean, it's like 
It's like seeing C-3PO with a homicidal twist on him. It's, it's a, just amazing. <laughs> a lot of fun. I'm wondering how you're going to be able to earn that that HK droid. Right. And on the forums, too, on the tour site, people are wondering if that's going to be just the Sith Empire, those characters, or will it also be available for the Republic players. So as of now, they haven't said anything yet. That's whether the HK-51 is going to be just faction-restricted or if he's going to be available for all uh, for all the classes across the faction. So nothing as of yet, but it's still a, a, a welcome companion. So Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, new planet to explore and quest on. Makeb. Yes. Makeb. Which is a HUD-controlled world where players will have their own story and saga expanded while delving more into the underbelly of the hot cartels. Indeed. Yeah, I like uh, that they're right off the bat, I, and they didn't release any any details on any of this stuff. This is really just bullet points, but um, I really like that they're the one of the first things that they're releasing, not even a year after the game's initial release, is a brand new planet. Yeah, not even six months. Not even a half year mark. Well, we don't know exactly when they're they're pushing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, they, they they said this year. So I'm I'm thinking this is going to be like their main bullet points till year end at least. And I would think this is probably going to be towards the end. But um, I'm looking forward to that. I would think that they would have expanded on their their planets already before releasing a new planet because there's a lot of there's a lot of room to 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 you know increase you know what's going on 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 all these planets that's true and you know what they might have but they haven't said anything yet and yeah very true they gave us they're giving us a new planet sometime uh soon this year but who's to say when that planet comes out uh, because essentially what's happening with McKeb, you know, the players will actually be expanding their storyline. So your class storyline is going to be expanded with this new planet. And it might be sending it to other planets as well. They may have added, you know, if people are playing the game, you know there are lots of areas on these planets, lots of uh, zones that have you going in one particular area, but by the rest of it, you know, you pretty much just leave unexplored because it doesn't pertain uh, to your class storyline or uh, the the world quests that are there, you you don't have to go to that area, but it's there, it's present. So there's still a lot of areas that Bioware can uh, just dump additional right. content and just plop it in there for you to, to take advantage of. Yeah, and we saw that with the Rakul event. Yes, uh, a lot of people, you know, they they'll bash the Hero Engine, but you know what? One of the uh, one of the best aspects that they've used the Hero Engine for is the fact that it allows Bioware to actually do that. It allows them to create or and uh, put these spontaneous events uh, on these worlds. So, you know, for those of you who, are, who who don't like it, well, you know what? It, this is one of the great features for that for that particular engine. Yeah. Yes, it has issues. We all know that, but you know, besides that, we know they can fix it. Let them do it. But it also allows Bioware and their and the developers to come up with these spontaneous events to surprise us. It's literally knock our socks off because the Rackle event, even though I missed it, <laughs> I was really pissed that I did, but I saw a lot of footage of it on YouTube and hearing other players on the server talk about it. I was really mad, and I'm looking forward to the next one. <laughs> yeah. For their for their first event, all right, it went completely unannounced. It was a total surprise for everybody, and it was their first event. Let me tell you, it, it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I had a I had a good time with it. You know, in retrospect, I, I had a I had a better time with it than I than I even thought I did at the time, and it was it was good. It was it was a lot of fun, and um, I'm looking forward to the next one. And the fact that they're just making you know a brand new world to just jump onto, and I I I would think that this world is probably going to be geared toward end level. And if that's going to be the case, then that, that means even more content for, for those level 50 guys out there. More stuff for them to jump into. And if it's not going to be geared toward just end level, that's even better. Because that means that 
there's going to, well, hopefully I'm just, you know, concepting all this, all this stuff, but right. I would think it's they, they just hold it's coming out. They haven't released any more specifics than the McCab is a HUD controlled world and it's out there. Right. If it's not, if it's not a, uh, you know, just an end level world, hopefully they're, they're, they got stuff on there for, you know, a little bit of something for everyone, but I would think it would be, it would be an end, uh, an end level controlled world. I would hope I would think so too, but I think seeing how people have asked for, I guess, many different levels to be available on different planets, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like where you have uh, with EverQuest, where you have different starter cities, different starting zones. Same thing with this planet. Maybe McCab will allow. Yes, it's going to give uh, players who are at fifty additional content, additional chapters in a story. But also maybe give players who are still not 50, like from 1 to 49, an opportunity uh, to explore it as well. well maybe actually, culminate, culminate in the uh, post-50 stuff. They did say, and there's, there's an- another point down here that says that they're, they're, ra- they're going to raise the level cap. You know what I mean? They're probably, the, the function of this world is probably for 50 plus. True, but I think it'd also be nice for them to actually uh, set aside parts of that planet as, you know, from 40 to 49, 30 to, you know, uh, 40. That way everyone gets to participate in maybe additional uh, quests for that level, appropriate to the level, and still explore that part of Macab. Yeah. How do you feel about them raising the level cap? To without without an official expansion, they're just raising the level cap um, and including more content. How do you how do you feel about that? Well, I think it's a step that they have to take eventually. Uh, all MMOs do. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you went on uh, World of Warcraft's pace, which is what every couple of years <laughs> with them, or with EverQuest two, you know, I think it was like every year, year and a half, EverQuest two came out with an expansion and raised the level cap. Yeah, I think it's an eventuality. Uh, games evolve, so right. But usually, in order to get an extra, you know, five or ten levels out of an MMO, you got to pay for an right. expansion. It's always part of like a, a large, you know, sixty dollar expansion that that comes with you know a brand new area to level up in, and like a whole host of new features. Which this this update. Or these updates really don't shy too far away from. I mean, in a in a in an expansion you pay for, you always get like about you know ten more levels, or the level cap gets raised. Generally speaking, you get a new area to quest in, a new raid, more PvP stuff coming, right? Mm-hmm. And this seems to be coming out as just part of our subscription. Yeah, that's that's what uh, a lot of speculation is as well. People are wondering whether or not there's going to be an expansion announcement, which they haven't said yet, but they're alluding to it now with this, with, with E3 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, they said it's coming out this year, so who knows? Maybe a couple months down the road, you know, both doctors come out and say, oh, well, yeah, it's going to be a new expansion coming out. Yeah. You know, by December or January, uh, since December is going to mark their one-year anniversary for tour. They could very well do that. Um, if it comes out as a regular, as part of a regular game update, I mean that's amazing. I, I, that'd be the first that any uh, MMO I've ever played has done that without having players shot additional money for an expansion pack, an official expansion pack. Yeah, there's a new species coming out, the Cathar, as well. That's supposedly coming out. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So if you like Juhani from KOTOR 1, you know, now's your chance. You want to bite, claw, hiss. <laughs> bite, claw, hiss. One of those cat people or, or, or cough up a hairball. It's all up to you. <laughs> the uh, the first companion you get is as a trooper is is a Cathar. Yes. <laughs> so now you get to play as one of them. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's also the new raid as well that they're coming out with. Uh, let me take a look at my notes here real quick because I, I wrote it down real fast. Uh, let's see. Terror from Beyond. 
that's going to be the new raid and a new PvP war zone as well. Yes, ancient hypergates. Hyper mm -hmm. Good stuff. And yeah. what else we got? Well, from what we gathered, uh, just to elaborate more uh, for folks who are curious, the new Endgame operation, Terror, Terror from Beyond. Terror from Beyond. <laughs> it kind of looked like uh, an encounter from an alien species outside the Tor galaxy. Who knows? I mean, it's really brief at what they showed. I mean, other people in the forums are postulating uh, maybe another species uh, that you, know, you encounter, what have you, and it's different take. Um, the new PvP Warzone, Ancient Hypergates. From what we gathered at the scene there, from the video, it looks like players are fighting over some old hyperspace technology. Yeah. Quite possibly from the Infinite Empire. So, remember folks, if you, uh, you know, from previous lore segments, what have you, uh, you know, the Ricotta, you know, we're developing, they developed the hyperspace uh, technology, Okay. But then there were also other species that developed other pieces of technology and they created hyperspace gates. So who's to say maybe this is more efficient or maybe it's better? Um, so maybe have it will somehow place into the lore where it's more efficient or much better. Uh, because if players remember, there are lots and lots of hyperspace lanes that have been lost due to time. You know, because charts have been lost, things have changed in the galaxy, so who knows? Maybe this will allow uh, the Republic or the Empire at this point in the timeline uh, to further expand their side, you know, their side into the galaxy. Yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Whole bunch of, uh, whole bunch of thoughts on this. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's just recap really quick. Okay, we're, we're getting ourselves... A free, uh, we, you can play for free up to level fifteen. That's coming out this summer, okay. Space mission, as well. Oh yeah, the, there's a new space mission we forgot to mention, which is called Space Station Assault. Read the that, notes. Come on, that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> new the uh, the new ops, new uh, terror from from beyond. Okay, the HK fifty one companion assassin droid. New species, the Cathar. Raising the level cap, so we're, you're going to get level 50 plus and also combat abilities. Makeb as a new planet and a new flashpoint, the uh, ancient hypergates. Right. And the oh. PvP war zone as well. Right. And they've also said, Dr. Mizuka said that they are, are going to add another difficulty level to flashpoint operations beyond uh, Nightmare. So. Yeah. Yeah, and he said that so that's to deliberately challenge the veteran players. They're adding another level of of difficulty. So think about it: normal, you know, hard mode, nightmare. Now it's like, wow, where are we going from here? Yeah, retarded hard. <laughs> <laughs> you never go full now. <laughs> <laughs> never go full retard. Uh, I misspoke. Actually, it's it's the uh, the PB, PvP war zone is called Ancient Hypergates. That's. That's the PvP, not not a flashpoint. Mm -hmm. So, all right, awesome, awesome stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that space mission too. Yeah, Definitely. I, I have a lot of fun with those space missions. They're a great break from the normal the normal game. You know, you, you get tired. Sometimes you get tired of of just just questing and. I find myself getting less tired of questing in this game because of all the cutscenes and all the dialogue role-playing choices and am I going light side, am I going dark side? And sometimes after a while, like, you know, I love all that, but sometimes after a while, you, you know, you get a little tired of it and you feel like, you know, taking a break, but you still feel like playing the game. So, like, the space mission is great for that. Um, I'm not into PvP, but, uh, you know, I know PvP is, is great for that too. Um, but I usually jump right into a space mission or... You know, I'll I'll dingle around a bit with the crafting. So, but I really, really end up in in a space mission. So, a brand new space mission for me is like perfect, totally perfect. So I'm into right. that. 
Yeah, I, and I'm hoping one of these days. I know, uh, I, you know, I make no bones of the fact that I love the X-wing simulation games from the '90s. X-wing Tie Fighter, X-wing versus Tie Fighter, X-wing Alliance. God, I love playing those games. And you know, uh, being able to fly space missions again in Star Wars: The Republic uh, with this new space mission. You know, I would definitely like to also add, if possible, you know, you can do the four-man, four-man heroics, two-man heroics. A lot of us who fly in space would also like to have that same type of ability with space missions. You know, a two-man heroic space mission, a four-man heroic space mission. That that would be awesome. Yeah, heck, an eight-man, sixteen-man operation. I would love that. Space. I mean, it's, it's a full squadron. Can you imagine? That would be amazing. <laughs> It's it would it would be amazing. I I I mean it's cool enough that I can go onto you know your spaceship and you know go flying off to another planet and start questing over there with you. But wouldn't it be great if we can you know go on the bridge of your ship and and just jump into a uh, you know a, a a space mission and you know you're you're manning the guns and I'm steering. Or you know you're steering and and you're you're shooting the the blasters and I, I'm I'm you know releasing the missiles and or I'm I'm I've got some other kind of like you know function inside that particular space mission like you know gathering stuff floating in space for some reason or I, I don't know scanning rocks <laughs> which which is possible I mean they've uh, they've done that in the previous Star Wars simulation games with especially X Wing the Tie Fighter series where you actually had to not only defend yourself but you know, scan other ships because you're going after a particular target. All right, now I know for gosh, I remember if it's Tie Fighter. Okay, you you're on your Tie Fighter and you're looking, you're on a patrol, and you're scanning the shipping lanes, the traffic going to the planet that you're stationed. Okay, so not only do you have to fight off uh, potential pirates, uh, you're also scanning the transports and the shuttles and the freighters that are coming to the system. Because you're looking for alliance fugitives, so yeah, I, I think that kind of element can be brought into this game, and I think it would add so much more depth. And you know, if people like to fly, it would definitely reel them in and get them hooked. You know, give more incentive as to uh, you know go back out there and fly in space because that that game that space element is there. And as Robin said, it's a it's a great way to level. I mean, it's a nice way to level. It's a nice break if you're sick of the quest grind. Okay, if you don't want to go data crowd hunting, what have you, you don't want to craft for a bit, you know what? Hop in your spaceship, blow things up. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, um, we have we have one more one more announcement that we want to make, and that is Star Wars thirteen thirteen has been announced. Yes. Somewhat. 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 <laughs> um, it's. It, I don't want to say too much right now because I, I'd rather just just play the video for you. Okay, this comes off of GT.TV, which is on the Spike Network, GameTrailers.com as well. All right, so I'm going to play that for you right now. For an amazing week of gaming that's ahead. Tonight, we start with a huge announcement that has had the internet buzzing all month long. What's next for Star Wars? Well, recently, LucasArts invited me up to their campus in San Francisco for a top-secret briefing on this massive new project. All right, I've made it here to Lucasfilm's campus in San Francisco, and they've summoned me here to announce a brand new Star Wars franchise. Hey, Dom, how you doing? Hey, Jeff, nice to meet you. All right, so let's get right to it. Uh, what is this brand new Star Wars game? So the game is called Star Wars 1313, and it's about being a bounty hunter in the most dangerous place in the galaxy, 1313. 13. Which bounty hunter are we going to be playing? We're not ready to talk about who you're going to be playing and the story okay. itself, but we, uh, we can show you about the world and the game and talk a little bit about that and the collaboration with ILM. It's the worst of the worst of the Star Wars galaxy brought together in one place. You've got crime, you've got gangs, you've got bounty hunters, you've got treachery, intrigue, uh, all of these uh, kind of more mature themes that we haven't really explored. And it's from sort of a third-person perspective. Yes, right? so you see your character, you see other characters. Absolutely. Everything is, is third-person. Everything's always from sort of over the shoulder. So when it comes time to uh, coming together 
together a, uh, a cinematic sequence or an action sequence, uh, things come pretty naturally. We want to make it feel like one sort of unified experience. There's no real, not really a difference from the, uh, the audience's perspective as to whether they're seeing something in a cutscene or whether they're playing with it interactively. One of the things that's really, really important is capturing that, that face and the body at the same time. Um, when you're just sitting in a chair, which is how things have been done a lot in the past, you're locking off a lot of that performance. And you can see the eye motions that are kind of moving on here, uh, these things called saccades, which are these really rapid eye darts. As you're looking through a scene, your eyes are darting around. And if you're just sitting in a chair, you're not going to get that. So All same things. technology you're using in film. This is how you did, you know, yes. Mark Ruffalo for The Avengers. Same exactly. process? Yep. All right, I'm here with Pauly and Roger, and now we're going to talk about some of the lighting you guys are putting into the demo for Star Wars 1313. Uh, what are we seeing here? This is a shot where the bad guys are sliding down a cable from one ship to the other, and we're seeing the giant portal that um, the ships are heading down. We feel we've had some some pretty decent success with real-time digital human rendering. The point of using this kind of a, uh, a controlled environment is that once we get it right here, we can tune it so that it looks correct here, and then we can throw it into any environment and... Uh, the characters still maintain consistency. Well, thanks for the uh, sneak peek, Dom. Uh, I've been lucky enough to see this demo, and I think it's going to be the talk of the show, and we are so excited that you guys are not just talking about it tonight. On Monday, you're going to be back with us live yes. at 10 o'clock Eastern uh, to world premiere the first actual gameplay clips from 1313. That's correct. I can't wait to show you. All right. Well, uh, talk about it all weekend, and on Monday night, it's the world premiere of Star Wars 1313. Thanks, Dom. Thank you, Jeff. All right, there you have it. So a little bit of uh, a sneak peek there for Star Wars 1313. Okay, um, unfortunately, this episode is going to be released after they they do the show. So hopefully, you had it, you know, happen to have a chance to to take a look at that um, GT TV on Spike at uh, 10 p.m. on Monday, which is tonight. So um, you know. What can be said about this? I mean, this is just like dripping with, with everything that that a Star Wars fan, you know, really hasn't had a chance to get into, which is, you know, bounty hunter style uh, playing a game centered on on that stuff. You don't get a whole lot of chance to see, you know, the the seedy underbelly of. The, the the universe and you know now we're gonna we're gonna see that you know you, you you know a little bit from from the hut cartel you look a little into that that world a little bit but you never had anything that really just throws itself wholeheartedly into into that underbelly and this is the first look into it so as a star wars fan i really would like to see their direction, where they go with this, and what it looks like. Definitely. Um, when I first saw the trailer for this game, I hearkened immediately back to, if people remember, the old, the original Dark Forces games from the 90s. Okay? Uh, the very first Lucas uh, attempts at first-person shooters. Right? Okay. You played Kyle Katarn. Okay? And he was a freelance, you know, Merc, who did work, you know, he, and he was, you know, at the time, I believe, he was also doing stuff, uh, he worked for the Alliance on the side. He had no love for the Empire. But, uh, you know, it's one of the few games involved in the Star Wars universe that doesn't involve a Force user. Right. Okay? You know, you had the Dark Forces series, but eventually Kyle Tarn, you know, people know if they read the books, he has become a Force user. Um, and then you have uh, let's see, Public Commando. All right, you saw the Clone Wars from the four from four commandos, their point of view. And now we have thirteen thirteen. Now now you're playing a big badass bounty hunter who's you know venturing to the underworld on Coruscant, and who knows what he's going to discover there. Now let me ask you a little bit of lore on this. Okay. Now, this takes place on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. What part of the galaxy does this limit them to, and does it limit them at all, as far as the timeline? 
it shouldn't limit them in the timeline at all. I mean, the entire galaxy at that point should be open to them, but I believe their primary focus is going to be on 1313 itself on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I guess that's going to be, again, I'll just speculating that could be the the premier headquarters level for whatever organiza- criminal organization your character is going to be right. either joined or, or, or overturned. But the timeline to them is is wide open. I mean, they can go as far back as, as you know, the Old Republic or no. all the way up to when the movies take place. Uh, I think it's going to be when the movies take place because as Geek... Uh, Geek Forum mentioned the chat room. Yes, the way it looks and the way it's structured, it's going to be uh, within the time frame of the prequel movies. Right. Now, Geek Fro in the chat room is touching on something that I want to bring up as well. And I'm just going to read his, his thing in the chat room. He says, don't know if you guys know, but 1313 also relates to Boba Fett in the time period between episodes two and three. He went under the name CT1313 when he encountered another clone about his age. So they're they're asking all right, first of all the, the game itself is is obviously called, you know, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, which relates to Boba Fett. You're gonna play a bounty hunter. That was obviously the same type of person Boba Fett was. And then when asked what kind of bounty hunter, which bounty hunter are you playing, they got very tight lipped. And they said, we can't release that right now. So that in itself speaks to the importance of the character. This isn't just some random bounty hunter that we haven't met before. You know what I mean? They, they, get, right. they got very tight-lipped, and then they said, let's just, you know, we can't say it right now, but, you know, we will tell you in a little bit. You know, it's going to come out soon, so just, you know, hold, you know. Hold your water, ladies. <laughs> Hold your water. <laughs> right, and it could very well be you are going to play Boba Fett. You know, because he is a bounty hunter. It's the right time frame uh, from what they show in the movie. You know, he, And the right references. Right, and he is a bounty hunter. Okay? Um, you know, for those who, who watch the Clone Wars series on Cartoon Network, you know, you see, you know, they've done episodes of Boba Fett. You know, after he's uh, you know, out in the world, out in the galaxy, sorry, you know, after Mace Windu uh, kills Django, you know, what's he do? You first, when you see Boba Fett, what is he? He's actually in a gang. All right? And what are they? They're freelance mercenaries for hire. Doing odd jobs here and there. Okay? And hunting bounties. So, there, again, I think it'd be... Gosh, I really have to say, I think it is going to be him. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's very it, close. Yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, it <laughs> It all points to him, but you know what? We could be wrong. Bioware has pulled surprises on us before. <laughs> but this so, isn't Bioware. Yeah. This is LucasArts. LucasArts, that's true. It's true, true. So they, so they can do whatever they want. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this is this is going to be just... You know, I'm, I'm really excited about this because it's, it's going to be something new. It's something in Star Wars... You know, it's gonna it's gonna feel different. It already, you know, from what they were they were showing us, it looks amazing. I mean, the the lighting in itself. I mean, the lighting in the game is what makes you know the graphics extremely intensive. And if you if you see the video from uh, Game Trailers TV, the the video itself shows you how like they constructed some of the lighting effects within the game, and it's just absolutely beautiful gorgeous stuff so it looks sharp really well polished you know cutting edge technology they briefly mentioned which i don't know if you caught the same now they're working very closely with um industrial light and magic ilm which is the same company that that you know does a tremendous amount of special effects in in pretty much every movie ever made um coming out since you know since the 80s since the early 80s but specifically and most notably they're the ones that did the effects on Mark Ruffalo, the actor Mark Ruffalo, in the Avengers movie when he turns into the Hulk, which came out beautiful, and it was seamless. They're using that same process in this game in order to render their their characters into the game. So they're having 
they're having actual characters, uh, actual actors, you know, walking around and talking, and then they're rendering their body movements, their facial movements, the movements of their eyes for Pete's sake. Yep. And then they're, you know, using the the computer technology to to put their matte painting or not their matte painting, but their their actual you know character build over over that. And that's what they're working with. So it's it's high tech stuff, state of the art stuff, and it looks amazing. It shows a lot of promise. I mean, if they really, I no, I can't wait to see more stuff. I have more information that comes out on this game because I think it, it will add a maybe up the ante on the quality of uh, these types of games that are coming out. Yeah. So let's let's do this. Let's uh, for next week. Let's try and and, um, and put a little information out on next week's show, you know, about this game, the uh, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and let's because tonight and actually two hours from now is is when the world the world premiere of this announcement is going to be on Spike. Hopefully, you know the the game trailer is going to come out. Hopefully, we'll be able to take that game trailer. And there will be enough audio in there to insert into to, into next week's show, um, so we can you know talk about it a little bit. But even if not, we may you know we, we try and see if we can analyze the trailer and and go into the announcement a little bit a little bit for next week because this is just this is great stuff. Yes, it is. Gosh, I want to find more on it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ninety percent of the the Star Wars universe is told from the perspective of, of, of the Jedi. It's the other, you know, 10% that are not so popular anymore and haven't really been delved into un- until the dark side content came out for, for tour. Right. Which everyone is, is gravitated to because it's, you know, it's, it's new. It's not something that a whole lot of people have had the chance to, to get into in the star Wars universe. So when you have a chance to experience, you know, the star Wars universe from the eyes of a bounty hunter, you got to jump on it. I mean, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's an opportunity to see something, to see a different side of the story. Yeah. How do you not? Yeah. How do you not? All right, Lou, I think that pretty much covers it for today. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a point five. That's, that's a point five show. We, we did have uh patch notes that came out as of June 1st. Um, I guess real quick, Lou, is there is there anything on here that's like extremely notable? Uh yes. One of them, the first one. <laughs> it corrected an issue that could prevent players from receiving mission credit upon defeating Soa. Yeah, after doing doing that and not getting credit, defeating that yes, I definitely want that to be known. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, All right. And this is this is coming from patch one point two point five, just so you know, which like I said came out June first. Yep. Right. So head over to the tour site if you want the full uh, full list. They have quite a bit. Um, a lot of it were just uh, you know some class uh, uh, class quest tweaks and fixes, some UI improvements, and so on. But yeah, one of the big things that did stand out was yeah, players who defeat so now get mission credit. Right. So that's big. All right. Other than that, guys, I mean the the patches out there, the patch notes are up on uh, swtor.com. Um, you can. You can check it out. There's there's really not a whole lot in there that's that's too notable. I mean, you got level fifty fee, level fifty PvP missions now grant hundred war zone accommodations and three hundred war zone accommodations for weekly missions. Um, first strike players who abandon this mission after game update one point two can now speak to T nine M six on the Imperial fleet to regain it. That's basically it. So nothing nothing huge, but you may want to double check. It was a quick patch, too. You probably downloaded it and didn't even know about it. All right. Great. Well, as always, we'd like to thank everyone for, for listening today. Thank you for choosing Star Wars The Old Republic as your tour podcasts or just one of the tour podcasts you like to listen to. We appreciate you downloading us and listening. Um, don't forget, we have Minecraft Off the Record that is uh, that, that comes out live Sundays at 7 p.m. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is also recorded live Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Diablo off the record which is recorded live as well Fridays at 7 p.m. 
we have a brand new host on there, Kethis. Dave is uh, the brand new first chair of that show, and he did a beautiful job last episode. As well as uh, Liz, and Keth did a great job too. I want to, if I could just take a few seconds out to say, um, regarding regarding that show, uh, f- for those of you that that you know who are listening now and, and have listened to Diablo off the record, um, you know that I used to be the the first chair host of that show. Um, things got really crazy for me doing all these different podcasts that we do. And I approached Joe and I said, it's, it's a little too much and I got to step away. And it was my choice to step away from the, the Diablo show. I asked Dave if he could take the show on for me. And he said he would be honored to. Um, and then I told him it's, it's your baby, you know, go ahead and do what you got to do. And, and, and you're going to do it well. He chose his friend, Keth, um, who came on the show to replace that, that third seat. So Dave became the first chair. Liz moved up to the second chair. And then, and then um, Keth came on for a color commentary. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that the show that they brought out is by far and away the single best show that has been recorded in that series so far. And I think the best thing that could have happened to that show is me leaving and Keth coming in. Because he has a tremendous amount of knowledge about that game, more so than I could ever bring to the table. So the information is absolutely top-notch. The chemistry between the three of these hosts is absolutely phenomenal. And that was only the first show together. It takes a while to build up that chemistry. And they came out of the gate real strong and hit the ground running. And I just want to say I'm really proud of Dave and Liz. And Keth is not going to let me down. And you guys did an amazing show. And I'm really proud of you guys. And I'm really a huge fan of what you guys are doing. So keep going out there and keep doing what you do because it's amazing. And you're only going to bring awesomeness to the Diablo fans out there. So give it a, give it a listen to Diablo off the record Fridays, 7 PM live. All right, guys. Um, radio surveys, pretty important for our shows, for our network. Um, we have a star Wars, contest regarding these radio surveys today is the last day however this is kind of fred's baby and i want fred to be here for when we announce the winner so we're going to give you guys one more week so june 11th is going to be the day that we announce the winner for the star wars off the record game time card radio survey mention contest (laughs) (laughs) Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about, about the, the radio surveys, Lou. All right, folks, with radio surveys, it takes very little time, just a few minutes, and it does help us a lot here at the network because it allows you, the listener, to actually give us direct feedback. And by direct feedback, the survey allows you to tell us what you like, what you don't like. You can delve into specifics. I believe there's, uh, you know, comment columns in there as well, so you can actually say, well, I don't like this. Well, here's what I think you could do better or, or what you know could be taken away, what have you. And it's so informative. It gives us a much clearer representation of what you like to hear from us, You know what you like in the, in the style, the direction of the shows. And you know it helps us build a better uh, network because it allows you to tell us, hey, these are great features, these are not so great features, or... We really like what you did here, this episode, and I think you should build on it. And you know, it gives us a chance to build a better product for you. You know, to put out a better show across all our network, you know, across oh. all our programs. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, in in conjunction with that, okay, the contest is this. All right, if you do a radio survey, send us an email at starwarsofftherecord at gmail Let us know you filled out the survey, okay, and that automatically enters you into the game time card contest. All right. It's a 60 day time card and you get it for filling out the radio survey and emailing us and letting us know that you filled it out. All right. Now, like I said, this is kind of Fred's baby. We were going to announce the winner today, but I'd I'd like Fred to be here for it just so he can see the completion of this. And uh, 
hopefully it'd be really great if our if our winner um, is in our our chat room next week. So for those of you out there who have filled out the survey, come join us on the chat room next week, and um, it'd be great if we can get the winner in there as well. So we haven't picked the winner yet. It's going to be picked live. You'll you'll see it happen in the live stream. And uh, it'll be a great live moment for for all of us. Also, don't don't worry; it's not going to be the last contest that we run on this show either. We're going to have more, and uh, I'm going to be working with Fred this week to come up with a a brand new way of of bringing you a 60 day time card. Let's see what else, what am I missing, Lou? I feel like I'm missing something else. Um, don't forget about our sponsors: DoghouseSystems.com and TweakedAudioAsWell.com. Hang out with those guys. Off the record is going to be the product code that you want to use to get yourself some uh, some nice some nice stuff. All right, it's going to be for Doghouse Systems. You use the code off the record. You're going to end up getting double the RAM for free off of one of their gaming computers. And for Tweaked Audio, you're going to get thirty percent off and free free shipping available worldwide. Free shipping worldwide using the code off the record at Tweaked Audio. How to reach us? Lou, you want to take care of this for me? Sure. How to reach us. You can reach us at our website, www.starwarsofftherecord.com. Or, if you want to reach uh, any of our other programs, go to our portal site at www.questgamingnetwork.com. The live stream, if you want to get in the chat room, see what Arvarwin and Joe are doing, (laughs) their notes, (laughs) all the scribbles and such. Go to www.livestream.com forward slash the quest show. Hey, send us an email, especially if you're interested in the contest. Email us at Star Wars Off the Record at gmail.com. If Twitter's your thing, hey, this show can be reached at Star Wars OTR. You want to tweet of Arwin? You can reach at Evarwin, E V A R W Y N. If you want to send me a tweet, I can be reached at GamerGuy11B. G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y-11B. If you want to tweet Fred, he is at Gorthinolor at G-O-R-T-H-Y-N-O-L-L-U-R. And Rob, who's not here with us tonight, because no, he's, he's married. He's, he's still enjoying himself. He's out there. He's enjoying he's himself. <laughs> Rob, can be reached at BowerTech at B-A-U-E-R-T-E-C-H. All right. Now, retweet mentions. Guys, I did not forget about you. Okay? I'd like to I'd like to bunch up the uh, the five-star reviews on iTunes and the retweet mentions. I'd like to take them and put them all into our main show. All right? So I didn't forget about you. I, I see that you retweeted our main show. I see that you retweeted this .5 show. Thank you very much. You guys are going to get your mentions next week. Stay tuned because that's coming as well. Don't forget to subscribe to all of our shows. It helps us out tremendously. Subscribing on, on iTunes, one of the biggest things that you can do for this show. And we always forget to tell you, and we always mean to tell you, and we never tell you. <laughs> Please subscribe to our show. And five-star reviews help a lot as well. There's a lot of things you can do to help us out. We do this for free. We do it for you. We do it because we're nerds, and we do it because we can't shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so please subscribe, subscribe, sub up, sub up, and five-star reviews are awesome, too. We love it. Love it, love it, love it. Star Wars Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network, probably the best guys we have ever had the pleasure of working with. Middle Earth with- Network. Yes, and geeking out with. Yes, <laughs> great stuff. They are, these guys are they're they're awesome stuff. We 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 can never we can't just shout them out enough. They're 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 great guys. We love them. Uh, so hang out at Middle Earth Network. Hang out with us at at uh, at QuestGamingNetwork.com as well. And get yourself involved in the Save the Shire campaign. It's been a while since we've mentioned it. Go to SaveTheShire.com. All right, figure out what's there's a there's a big story going on with the Soul Zens company and them trying to trademark the Shire. They're they're really bullying a lot of a lot of small business out there. I I, I wish we had the time to go into it further. Um, but save the Shire campaign, guys. Go to savetheshire.com. 
and and check it out. It's it, it's a heartbreaking story. What they're what the Soul Zen's company is actually trying to do with Professor Tolkien's master work, and and the name of it, and it's just it's it's god awful. If and uh, the trademarking thing that they're they're trying to do is just it's 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 trademark rape is what it is. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. I am Evarwin. May the force be with you. Take care and be safe. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us in the chat room. All you out there, take care of yourselves. See you all next week. I openly admit that I had to watch that movie at least three times to get the full impact. I was like, what the hell just happened? What just happened in my head, bro? Stop messing with me. Just tell me what happened. <laughs> Come on. It's so not cool. <laughs> oh, booth babes. Let's see what the Booth, booth women. Women. Sorry. <laughs> Yo mama's so fat. When she backs up, she goes, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> nice one, 80 Toast. That was good. What you say? Your mama's so big. My God said, let there be light. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your mama's so big, when God said, let there be light, he asked her to move. <laughs> Good job, 80 Toast. Good job.